good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and today is Monday, the 16th of May, 2022. Now, before we start this show, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you already haven't. And if you're watching this video right now, please do give us a thumbs up and a like. And now that that's all done, let's jump into today's top stories. Thai Health Minister may propose lowering COVID alert level from 3 to 2. The Ministry of Public Health anticipate that COVID-19 infections in Thailand will be on a decline by the end of this month or in early June, which will enable it to propose further easing of restrictions, including downgrading of the COVID alert to level 2, according to Public Health Minister Anutan Sharavakul. On May 9th, the Public Health Ministry decided to lower the level from 4 to 3 after the pandemic situation had improved significantly. According to Public Health Permanent Secretary Dr. Kitty Boom, Level 2 means further easing of restrictions on entertainment venues such as bars, pubs and karaoke bars. Members of the public can engage in almost all activities except those over 60, those suffering from underlying diseases and pregnant women, who are collectively known as the 608 group, and those who are not fully inoculated, who are advised to avoid entertainment venues, crowded places and closed venues without air circulation. Members of the 608 group who are not fully vaccinated are advised to avoid interprovincial public transport and overseas travel, said Dr. Kitty Boom. Anatan explained that there are four phases of the management of the COVID-19 situation to prepare the country for the transition of COVID-19 to an endemic disease. Thailand, he said, has passed the first phase of combating the disease and is currently in the plateau phase, hence the lowering of the alert to level 3, adding that there are two more phases, namely declining and post-pandemic. With the move to level 3, action has been taken in four main areas. 1. Health services focus on acceleration of the provision of vaccine booster shots to cover 60% of the population, monitoring of cluster infections and lung inflammation, and easing of travel restrictions for overseas arrivals. The second is medical services. This includes adjustment of treatment for outpatient and focused treatment on the severe and long COVID cases. The third part is legal and social affairs. Laws and rules covering all relevant agencies must be compatible to clear the way for the transition of COVID-19 into an endemic disease, promotion of the universal prevention and COVID-free setting measures and restrictions of mass gatherings. And finally, communication and publicity to educate people about how to live with COVID-19 safely. Anatan said that the cooperation from all parties concerned has contributed to the positive progress in the situation as he added that management of COVID must be adjusted to fit the situation as well as relaxation of some measures so people can resume their normal life and the economic recovery can proceed. The minister has chaired a meeting of the Public-Private Partnership Committee to discuss COVID-19 situation and preparatory measures to reclassify COVID as endemic disease. And moving along, Pryad meets with overseas ties, shrugs off political concerns. Prime Minister Pryad Chanacha disregarded calls for him to step down and said he is doing what's best for the country in comments made on Thursday to overseas ties during his visit to the United States. 
Corruption in Thailand must be dealt with for the sake of the country's people, General Pryor told representatives of the Thai community in the US at the meeting held at the George Washington Room of the St. Regis Hotel in the American capital. I set my goal that I will only do it for Thai people and I don't want anything else, said General Pryor. I served the country until my retirement with pride before taking part in political affairs. General Pryor met the Thai expats on the same day he attended the second day of the US ASEAN Special Summit that was hosted by US President Joe Biden. He urged Thai people to beware of what information they consume via digital means and wished overseas Thais would apply their overseas knowledge to help develop the country of their birth. Despite people having different ideas, we must be aware of how reliable the information is that we receive, he said. I will not fear anything as long as I stand against corruption, he said. General Pryor said that Thailand has been praised by many countries for its handling of the COVID-19 situation. With the cooperation of the Thai people in complying with COVID-19 prevention measures and getting vaccinated, infection rates have gradually declined since the onset of the pandemic, he said. The effort has resulted in easing various measures such as the lifting of the test and go entry scheme. The Premier went on to inform meeting attendees about developments in government which carried out 139 amendments to laws and the boosting of the country's soft power initiatives. He also spoke of current schemes including developments in infrastructure, road, railways and the Eastern Economic Corridor. The PM also emphasised the government's commitment to taking care of overseas ties and expressed appreciation towards the strength and unity of the Thai community in the US and for giving him moral support to move the country forward. According to the US Census of 2020, there are 316,000 Thai residents in the US. They make up the largest Thai population outside of Thailand, many of them living in California. There are also approximately 21,400 Thais residing in Washington, D.C. and the nearby states of Maryland and Virginia. Government spokesman Tanakorn Wambungunchana said General Pryor was promoting U.S. ASEAN cooperation at the summit in the interest of all Thai people. During the visit, the Prime Minister will also meet U.S. businessmen to enhance investment opportunities in Thailand, Mr. Tanakorn said. General Pryor's time in the United States is also a good opportunity to communicate with the US public and private sector about Thailand's full reopening, its readiness for a post-COVID economic recovery and environmental issues, he noted. And moving along, hoteliers downbeat over long weekend. Tourism operators received a lukewarm response to the four-day holiday this weekend as the economic downturn derails travel decisions, prompting operators to rely on the gradual return of international arrivals. Economic concerns are weighing on potential domestic travellers, led by surging prices of fuel and consumer goods, said Pisutsei Ku, president of the Thai Hotels Association's Eastern Chapter. Hotel occupancy in Pattaya remains at only 60%, as locals already spent their budget during Songkran and Labour Day, said Mr. Pisut. The domestic meetings and seminars market is slowly improving, starting with groups of 100 to 150 guests, as local COVID infections start to wane, he said. Operators expect a weaker domestic market in the second quarter, but they are positive signs from the international market to help support business in June, mostly from Vietnam, Malaysia and India. He said if the country announces COVID-19 as endemic and allows night venues in Pattaya to reopen, the destination will attract more international tourists. Now, the president of the Hua Hin Cha'am Tourism Association said small and medium-sized hoteliers reported around 60% occupancy last weekend. The rate is lower than usual because families are preparing their budget for a new school semester starting from May 17th, while higher living costs have hurt their purchasing power, he said. 
Only four and five-star hotels in Huahin reported occupancy rates of more than 80%, said Mrs. Wasana. She said the government must find a practical travel stimulus campaign to allow smaller hotels to gain more benefit than the current scheme. To drive demand in the low season, the association plans to host a business-to-business event with tourism operators in Chiang Mai, led by the Chiang Mai Chamber of Commerce, to create a tourism exchange, said Mrs. Wasana. She said locals in the north want to visit beach destinations, particularly when convenient air transport is available from Huahin to Chiang Mai from Thai Air Asia. Now, the president of the Tourism Council of Krabi said the occupancy rate during the first half of May was 50 to 60 percent, driven by the long holiday and privileges from the We Travel Together subsidies campaign. However, business after May 15 remains hazy as bookings from the local market would drop. Ms. Charantip said even though the foreign market improved from the same period last year, bookings haven't surged dramatically and hoteliers may have to wait for last-minute bookings. And following up on a story that we featured in the last episode of the Thai Expat Daily Show, Phuket Koh Samui keen on endemic status boost. The private sector in Phuket and Koh Samui have thrown its weight behind a proposal by the Public Health Ministry to designate COVID-19 as endemic disease. Wirawed Krusambat, president of the Patong Entertainment Association, said the change of designation is already overdue since the declining severity of the pandemic had been known for a while now. Despite entertainment venues reopening, the midnight closing order remains a sticking point as it caters neither to tourists and the night economy nor contributes to health safety, said Mr. Wirwit, who is advocating 2am as a more reasonable time. The president of the Southern Thai Hotel Association said COVID-19 has ceased to be the frightening prospect it once was and provincial public health infrastructure now has the capability to handle any unforeseen spike in numbers. Meanwhile, Tanasak Pungdet, president of the Phuket Chamber of Commerce, said that as daily cases continue to decline, tourism businesses should be allowed to accelerate their reopening plans. The deputy chief of the Phuket Provincial Public Health Office confirmed the decrease in infections, saying Phuket now has only 19% hospital bed occupancy and 67% of residents have had at least one booster following a full course of vaccine. However, despite 80% of the elderly having been jabbed at least once, only 52% have been reported as having followed up with a booster shot. Dr. Moan Prey said authorities are seeking to rectify this situation. Now, Rachaporn Punsawat, president of the Koh Samui Tourism Association, said that the island was well suited to safely adapting to the endemic classification for the virus, having had experience in dealing with a number of disease outbreaks in the past. Those who work in the sector have the capability to assume responsibility for keeping the island free of the ravages of another serious wave of COVID-19, according to Mr. Rachaporn. Mr. Rachaporn did, however, voice some concern that had been expressed by those who live and work on the island, including inadequate booster doses, medicines and the need for more migrant workers to support tourism businesses. Around 50% of hotels have now reopened and the big chains are beginning to invest on the island again, he said, but also noted that the war in Ukraine and China's current travel ban were also playing a significant role in dampening arrival numbers. He added he has no idea why PP Island, one of the country's most popular tourist attractions, has not been included in plans to fast-track reopenings. It was a sentiment echoed by Prasert Wang Na, acting president of the PP Island Tourism Association, who wondered why, having been a part of the earlier sandbox, PP had been left out in the cold this time. Well, nevertheless, we're back to the whole idea that 
a small area can be declared endemic which is absolute nonsense at this stage you either declare the entire country endemic or you don't at all but the idea that Phuket will be endemic but Panya province just north of it would not be or Krabi would not be it's just nonsense this is just dragging things out as long as possible and one would get the feeling that the government as we've said here in the show after two years of having such control over people are fearful maybe of letting it go so we can drag out this whole situation another few months three four five months with the whole endemic thing let's do a test run down here and a test run over there and then maybe by you know november we might you know let it go to other places and things like that and it's just being dragged out to the point that people i don't think give a shit anymore it's a terrible thing to say but after two years of this i believe we are all ready to get back to our normal lives when you look in europe and you see what's going on there how people have returned to normalize how you can watch the fa cup final on television with eighty thousand people with no mask in a huge stadium having a good time and nobody's talking about COVID over there then we know it's definitely time to get back to normal thailand have dragged this out as much as possible now one of the other things that is a very interesting uh situation was recently uh the prime minister has been over in america meeting and greeting all the various different people the prime ministers of the different asean countries uh president biden himself but not wearing a mask so here's a question i I would love to put to him what is the mask in thailand for if you don't wear it when you're in america is the mask in thailand now just strictly for show because if it was about public health and your health then when you went to america you would wear it because health and public health would transfer to america as well So at this stage, we have to come to the conclusion that the wearing of the mask in Thailand is simply just about show and nothing more. Many, many people now, and you see this online an awful lot, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everybody's asking, when is this stupid mask mandate going to end? Let people have their own choice of what they wish to do. I've heard people refer to it as a um, face nappy, which actually is quite funny when you think about it, but that's where we're at now. Priot has gone to America. He's been seen maskless wandering around meeting different dignitaries of different countries and he's no mask on so why does he persist in then coming back to thailand putting the mask back on it's not about public health then and as i said then it's just purely for show they could also start with removing the face masks off the news anchors on television each night now i don't know if you're not in thailand maybe you haven't seen it but if you're here and you watch the news the news anchors all wear face masks they could be the only person on the screen on the television in that room and they have a mask on if you watch any of these soaps on television they've got masks on it's all just gone too far but people are I definitely know Thai people are getting fed up of it. I was asked a couple of days ago, a number of Thai people where I thought it was quite surprising that they asked me any idea when we'll be able to stop wearing these stupid masks. And that was from Thai people. So I do know they're also getting fed up with it too. So let's fingers crossed that will all come to an end. But nevertheless... Phuket will continue along the way trying to set itself up to be the uh, case study for endemic along with Samui. No reason, no need for it, but nevertheless, they will do it. And next up, tourist falls to death from Koh Samui waterfall. A 23-year-old Romanian tourist fell to her death from Namuang waterfall on Koh Samui after she slipped while taking a photo on Saturday. The incident was reported around 3pm. Rescuers were sent to the scene and checked the woman's pulse, but she was unresponsive, said Chayaporn Intrasupa, the mayor of Koh Samui district. Her male friend told the rescuers that the woman was taking a photo on the edge of the fourth level of the waterfall before she fell and hit her head on a rock on the second level. There were large wounds on the back of her head. 
The tourist was identified as Nana Aisona Bodea, and my apologies if I've pronounced that completely wrong, a Romanian national who lived in Austria. She was staying at the Bangpo Village Hotel in Tambon May Nam on the north side of the popular resort island. Her body was sent to Kosamui Hospital for a post-mortem examination. On November 4th, 2019, Baspian Pammer, a 30-year-old French tourist, plummeted to his death from the same waterfall after he was trying to take a selfie while standing too close to the edge. There are signs warning people of the dangers of Namuang Waterfall. And moving along, New Marina plan eyes big spenders. The Transport Ministry will conduct a feasibility study into a marine development project in Chonburi as part of the country's efforts to boost revenues through tourism. Chayatan Promsorn, Permanent Secretary for Transport, said Tambon Fangser of Satip District has been chosen by the Marine Department to become a new harbour for luxury vessels. Mr Chayatan said the study, which is divided into three phases, will investigate possible locations to house the marina, economic benefits and environmental issues including coastal erosion and beach restoration. The first phase, expected to take 120 days and will finish in July, will gather information necessary for selection of this project location, project design and beach replenishment, he said. Expected to complete it in 150 days or in August, the second phase will investigate engineering, economic and financial upsides, environmental concerns and will court local opinion. The final phase involves beach replenishment, plans and an environment impact assessment, said Mr Chayatan. The Bangser Marina project is in line with Transport Minister's policy to improve the country's maritime transport and logistics system, which will help bolster the country's efforts to become the region's transport and logistics hub, as well as raise its competitiveness. However, the minister had stressed that input from local people and the impact on their livelihoods and the environment must be taken into consideration during the initial stages. According to Marine Department figures, Thailand has 13 tourist ports that can be classified as marinas, with 8 situated along the Andaman Sea, 4 in the eastern region, 1 in the western province of Prachakiri Khan. Tourists travelling on yachts are known to have high purchasing power, which means tourism in the east will get a boost. Marina and cruise liner port projects are also on the government's tourism development list. Mr Chayatan said the Office of Transport and Traffic Policy and Planning has also been instructed to collect details of foreign yachts entering Thai waters for analysis. Meanwhile, the Marine Department was urged to coordinate with state agencies on improving the boating regulations and promoting the marina industry. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Helicopter to join search for German tourists. A Royal Thai Navy helicopter has been brought in to help search the west coast for missing German tourist Barbara Lang, 75, who was last seen walking alone in the Maikau area near the airport on Monday. No Bleach Coral off Phuket reports DMCR. An inspection of three coral sites in Phuket waters have dismissed claims that the corals are suffering heightened coral bleaching, reports the Department of Marine and Coastal Resources. And finally, Phuket expects 1.8 billion baht lift from four-day holiday. The four-day holiday that began on Friday is expected to generate 1.8 billion baht in revenue from tourist spending in the island's province, with 60% hotel occupancy expected, says the Tourism Authority of Thailand. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack, 
You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.